What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Jordan Richards. This is the Real Life Podcast. I'm thinking about how long it's been since I've done an episode, and I honestly have no answers. I have no idea. It's been so long. I almost forgot about it entirely. So for those of you listening who appreciate the podcast, you can thank my good friend Scott Connor, who is now the new host of Destination Dynasty for Destination Devi Radio. Because he DM'd me one day and he was like, hey, Jordan, like, what happened to your podcast? You know, you used to do a podcast and I used to listen to it. And I was like, wait, whoa, Scott, hold up a minute. Like, you listen to my podcast? Like, my podcast, it gets like 15 downloads um, that my family listens to that I kind of just use for reps to get better on the microphone. Like, and he was like, yeah, man, I listen. I'm like, damn, that's really cool. Like, I should probably do another one, right? Like, I should probably continue it. Because it's such a good way for me to just go through what I'm thinking about, go through what's been going on um, for people who do listen and, and like to listen, you know, update them on what's been going on with me and, and my journey and everything that's been going on. And so I don't know where we left off. Um, I, I think I did an episode in like February or March. So it's been, you know, I don't know, it's almost October now, September 29th day of this recording. So, so much has changed. Um, you know, the biggest thing, right, I think is the real estate market. Um, so people who don't know, maybe it's their first time listening. My name is Jordan Richards. I am a content creator first and now at this point and a realtor second. Um, initially, I was doing a lot of real estate stuff, working on deals and closed a couple deals. And then the market just, it tanked, man, with the pandemic and interest rates rising. It just caused the housing market to be really deflated and and prices are going down. Average selling price is going down. Time on the market is way up. Um, I remember houses used to sell in four or five days. Now they're selling in 20 days, 30 days, um, sometimes longer depending on the market that you're in. So there's so many factors that go into that. But the unique position I'm in is that I am a person who also has a gig doing content creation, right? Uh, I do a show right now three days a week with Ray Garvin, Wake Up With Ray G. And that's, you know, fucking the best show probably I'll ever do in my whole life. Um, Wake up, talk sports, mainly football with my best friend and just shoot the shit about whatever's going on and argue about players and values and who's good and who's bad. And it's just literally the most fun I'll probably ever have on a show ever. And I do it almost every day. It's just taking our regular conversations and turning it into a podcast, turning it into a show, doing the production behind the scenes, looking up the stats, engaging with the good people who tune in every morning, eight to nine Eastern time. And that's what I've been doing, man. That's what I've been doing. It's the focus on the show and the growth of the show has been phenomenal to the point where with this decreased market, it's just made it that much easier to focus on content creation, you know, with legalized betting in Canada, we've been focusing more on betting as well because it's another one of our main partners, Prize Picks. They do gambling content, right? So we we've been sponsored by them for the whole year, pretty much since March, and so we've been making content for them to boost their platform, and that's been tons of fun. You know, just diving into over unders and totals and all these various things that are just um, constantly evolving in the betting space, learning all the different metrics you need to know to succeed in the space. There's so many different ways to approach all these various things, different markets to attack. And um, it's been a blast learning all of that with Ray and, and other people as well who are avid bettors and, and follow all these types of things to become better and just sharing our process and 
it's just one of those things that I didn't expect this to happen by any stretch. And I think that's where I'm going to start this podcast is like, it was something I always did and I thought it would be more of a side thing, but the more and more I do it, it's like, I'm carving a bigger role within the space for myself. But on top of that, the space is getting bigger and bigger to where there is a role for me and a role for other people even to make good money working in the space as well. And so with everything that's been going on in the housing market, it's easy to just be like, yeah, I'm just going to transition and do more work for myself and more betting content and more videos and graphics and working with new sponsors and building my brand because it's a way that's making me money in in a much, I wouldn't say an easier fashion, but different, right? And being able to be adaptable in this type of environment is important. And there's a sure a lot of realtors out there that are struggling because they don't have the Rolodex, they don't have the network. And something I've talked about on this podcast a lot, I don't really have the network to be super successful right away. I have to build that up. I have to get better. I have to obviously go out, meet people, go to events, all these various things. But when you have a side gig that is becoming more of a main gig at this point, it it's very difficult to not just pivot, right? Like if you're a business owner and you have three businesses, I could easily be out there peddling my skills as a videographer, editor, photographer, and trying to get business that way. Um, you know, I recently bought a new lens, a new wide angle lens, so I could do photography for real estate if I wanted to. And it was something I've always thought of doing as like another side gig, another way to make additional income. And again, I now it just sits on my lens and I use it to podcast every day and live stream and it is what it is, you know. It's it's something I always wanted, and I've ne- I definitely do not regret the purchase at all because I still can use it to take stock photos, landscapes, all that kind of stuff that I love to do. But have just been so difficult to find the time to do these kinds of things, and so I haven't right. I haven't I haven't done any of that, and uh, I don't regret it though. Like I wouldn't change any of these decisions for the world. I remember when we just started doing YouTube stuff. I bought. A brand new computer, like top of the line. I'm like, I need a new computer. My laptop wasn't cutting it. I can't edit video on it. It's not good enough. And I was just like, forget it, man. I'm buying a new computer. Like I need to be able to have the capacity to handle all these things, the storage space, the speed, the export times, all this stuff that is just so vital with content creation. You have to be able to do all these processes and and as fast as possible, just because every minute counts. You know, we put up videos that are going to die because a game starts in 12 hours. And so every little minute that you can have something up definitely does count. And so there's just so many different things now that I feel like I'm dipping my toes into. We're building out the new website for Destination Devi. So that will house all of our content, more written content, rankings, like so many different things that I didn't even know if we'd ever get to this point or, or when we'd get to it because we're just so focused on the growth and, and what we're doing right now and trying to be better and making better graphics, better decisions, running the business better with the way it's presently constructed, but also focusing on the realization that expansion is imminent and it will be there eventually. And it's it's now getting to that point and it's it's a little bit overwhelming. I wouldn't lie to you. It's it's definitely a lot of work. It's more than I initially projected and in kind of how I expected to spend my time. But again, it's just, it's so much fun. Like the biggest thing for us this year is that we didn't know how busy we would be coming into the season because we started doing prop videos. We started doing a lot of content in the off season for the NFL. Our main driver is always NFL college football. And so we haven't done a season with the show and the sponsors and the deliverables 
for this season yet. And so now we're doing that. And so September was a big adjustment. We're bringing on new sponsors. We're putting together new deals. We're making tons of new content that wasn't on the docket prior. And so that adjustment has been really interesting. But now that we kind of are back in our groove, we can start to continue to build for what's coming in the future with the website, with other various things that we're planning on doing kind of behind the scenes. And so that's what's been so exciting about the business right now is the way that it's growing, the way that it's changing in ways that I just didn't really imagine today. You know, I thought that it may be a little bit, it may be a while before we ultimately got there, but now you look at what we've done and and how Ray has built this company, it's, it's going to flourish and it's going to continue to grow. And it's just unreal to be a big part of it. And you know, have a say in these decisions and see where these types of things go and and really have my foot in the door early because it was not something that I necessarily expected to happen. But the way it planned out, uh, I definitely wouldn't change it for the world. And so it's like I sit back and I just, you know, talk through kind of how things have been going and where they've been going. And I'm like thinking, man, like, am I a full time content creator now? Like, is this kind of what I do? Um, I'll still sell houses and do real estate and stuff because it's again, the it's such a fruitful business. Um, but maybe it's something that I can only do seasonally because of how busy we are during the season. You know, there's very few content creators who are full time that can really do other things during football season because the content is is immense. You know, we do videos on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays. Like there is something going up every day. We have a podcast going up every day. Eventually we'll get to the point where I'll be managing all the articles that go on the website and and keeping that afloat. And so there's just so much coming and so much that is being done. I look and I'm like, yeah, like maybe I am like in some ways a full-time content creator. And it's just not what I expected. Um, not what I projected. You know, I initially wanted to create content. Yes, but I wanted to do it for myself and, and kind of stay away from sports. Not because I didn't love sports, but because that was more where my growth was focused, focused on photography, on colors, on framing, on all these other aspects of content creation that weren't sports related. That was just where my head was at, where my focus was and where my growth and education was really directed at. And so now I look to where I am and I'm like, wow, like I'm just so deep into sports and betting and data and analysis and building models and projections. And it's just like, I didn't really see that coming. Like I, I really didn't. I remember building out our MBA model and trying to make it better and, and building projections. And it was like so much fun though. Like people who know me know that I obviously have a science background. And so I am very analytically driven. Everything is very logic based. It has to have sound reasoning. It's really just the way we were taught and now I look back and I'm like, you know, all those things are really coming to fruition and the things that I enjoy doing now. And so it's weird because I think I've explained this on the podcast before, but I never considered myself like artistic, right? Because I couldn't draw. But I look at what I do now and like so many things I do now are design based or color-based and, you know, making graphics galore. My goodness, it seems like every day I'm making a new graphic or editing a new video or, or doing something that, while it doesn't feel artistic, like it really is an art. Like video editing is an art and making graphics that actually look good and people want to look at and are attractive is an art. And again, all these things require tons of practice and time to develop these skills. 
but it's like, it's not something that I expected to be doing at any point during my life. It was, you know, you're going to be a scientist and that's cool. And I enjoyed that. And I still love that a lot, but it wasn't something I expected for my future, right. To actually make me a living, like as a side thing, take photos, you know, post them as stock photos. Cool. That sounds like fun. I'll do that. I love doing that. I still do that all the time. Um, just again, fewer and far between because of the amount of content I've been making and and the time that's required to research, put together good content and then record it. And that I think has been the biggest change. Like I remember when we talked about going from pre-recorded to live and it scared the hell out of me, but now it's like, I would never do it any other way because when you do something live, the audience knows it's live and you kind of have that ability to mess up without it being a major thing. Like when you're watching a video on YouTube and a lot of videos are so good, so well edited, the graphics are on point, every title is perfect. Like when I used to edit videos, it used to take me hours because I knew they had to be perfect. I knew that if something was messed up or the timing was off or the edit was bad, like someone would be like, oh, I'm not watching these guys. And the problem is, is that you really only get one shot of the first impression if it's bad, people aren't going to tune in ever again. And so you look at what we do now, we're doing live content and you know, you can still watch it back after the fact, but people know it's live. Like it's very obvious that it's live. We're engaging with the audience. We're doing all those various things and it just, it's completely different. And I, but I look at what we do now and the biggest thing I think for me is my development on a microphone and talking and being able to deliver content in a way that's concise and all these things, because it's one of my biggest struggles. I can ramble. And it's one of the reasons why this podcast is so great for me, because I can ramble. It's my podcast. It's just me talking, thinking about my own thoughts and, you know, comfort in front of a microphone and all these things that just, in my opinion, are fundamental skills for what can make someone successful beyond the goal itself. Like, I don't think I would ever discourage my kids from having a podcast, even if it was terrible, because the skills I've learned podcasting translate to public speaking, translate to being on the phone, translate to all these things, just talking to people in general. When you talk as much as I do, and I talk a lot now, I'm talking an hour a day, three days a week on top of other videos. And it has to be delivered in a way that people can obviously understand it, be concise, be direct, and most importantly, has to be entertaining, right? You have to captivate your audience and bring them in and reel them in and continue to keep them there, coming back week after week, whether you're right, whether you're wrong, no matter what happens, you want them to tune in because they like you. And I think that's one of the biggest things that is lost in content. Everyone loves to be right. I love to be right. But guess what? I'm wrong a lot. I'm wrong all the time. I look even today. I recorded the video for Thursday Night Football. I don't even know what my record is on bets on Thursday Night Football, but I can tell you that I haven't got a bet right in two weeks. And I've probably thrown in four or so a week and not a single one has hit. And these these aren't crazy bets. It's literally one side or the other. 50-50 shot. And I don't think I've got one right for two weeks. And it's just, again, it's how the cookie crumbles, but there's still people that watch my video every week. There's still people that want to see my analysis, regardless of the outcome, they will always be back because 
they trust me. They know that I'm putting in the work, but I think it's also because they just like me, right? And so if you're trying to create content, you're trying to build a brand, you need to focus so much more, in my opinion, on you, your development, and you, the person, because that's really what keeps people around. Like, if you're a guy who is analytically driven, then be that guy and be the best damn data analyst you can be. But if you're boring and you kind of sound like this and you're not really talking and this guy can go for this many yards, like no one's going to listen to that. And I think that's the real disconnect. It's the people that can deliver in an effective fashion, be entertaining and have fun and make fun of themselves even like, I literally said at the end of my video, I am a person who has been wrong a lot, but we're going to bring it back. We're going to regress back to the mean. We can't keep missing all these picks. And this is where the big difference lies is that when people don't focus on themselves and their development as creators, they don't get as far because they keep doing the same thing over and over and they love to talk about the players and they watch the games, but they don't actually find ways to make their content more engaging, to make ways for people to really fall in love with them, the person. And that's that's the biggest thing. Like, No matter what I do, people will tune in because they like me. And, and again, there's not a ton of those people out there, but there's some of them out there. And that's, that's the biggest thing is that there are people out there who will tune into my content because they like me. And that's not something that happens overnight. That's not something that is developed out of nowhere. Like literally, this is something that I've been working on for like the past four years because I just like it. Like it wasn't even it wasn't even intentional where I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to be full-time content creator. I'm going to do all these good things. I'm going to make all this money." And I'm like, "No, man. I don't I still don't like doing this stuff. It's still not where I imagine myself being, but I just have so much fun doing it, so much fun creating content that I really wouldn't take it away. Like I think people get so caught up in being right and being the best and getting the followers and the recognition and it's just like I don't know, man. It just doesn't really matter. It just really doesn't matter. And it's easy to say when, you know, I'm attached to a massive brand and and people really respect the brand as much as they may or may not respect me. I don't know. Maybe they do. But I'm attached to that. And that's what matters too, right? And I, I definitely recognize all of that. But I also wouldn't have it if I didn't bring value, right? And so regardless of who you are, what product you're selling or company you're a part of, or you're doing it for yourself, you have to add value in some regard. And that's, that's really what this podcast has always been about is how can you add value to other people? How can I add value to you, the listener? And, you know, I'm going on this big, you know, diatribe about how you need to care about your development and how you need to be better. But anyone listening to this podcast could listen to episode one and episode one started. And literally this podcast began with two things me wanting to share my thoughts about life and the transition I was going through, going from being a full-time employee at a renovation company to making more content to kind of doing content full-time to becoming a realtor and that development, but also my own development as a podcaster and captivating an audience and being entertaining and just getting better and getting reps on a microphone because I look at myself now and it's so easy to be like, oh, I'm just so much better than I was before. But I literally have moments where I'm on other people's shows and I'm like, wow, like I did a really good job there throwing it to the host or teeing this guy up or transitioning the content in a way that just makes sense. And 
these aren't things that just kind of happen overnight. It's all practice. It's all just getting better and really thinking about how you're going to deliver this information on top of just being prepared, right? Like I do so much of this stuff on the fly, this whole podcast on the fly, zero notes straight out of my brain. But the biggest thing is that that's when I learn about how I'm going to do these things in practicality, how I'm going to transition content, how I'm going to speak and develop my voice and practice not making mistakes and cutting the ums out of my sentences and being more direct and slowing and slowing my voice down because I talk way too fast and all these various things that as I do it more and more and consciously develop that's when I become better. And so when that time comes that somebody finally finds my new content, they, they don't got to find the old content, the old content where I'm, you know, talking way too fast and um in and on and da, da, da. no, don't, don't find that stuff. Wait till you find my good shit that I've been working on for years, trying to develop myself as a creator, practicing and seeing that practice come into fruition over and over you notice those things. And when that person finds that content, that's when they'll be like, damn, this guy's good. He's got it. We need to do something with him because he's the dude. He's the guy that we need for our brand, for our sponsorship, for whatever. And having those skills are invaluable. And that's why when you do more content and you make more, you're going to get better. And I think that's what's lost sometimes with people's development and why they aren't where they want to be is because if you only do something once a week, you're only going to develop so much. If you do it twice a week, three times a week, regardless of whether or not you actually put the content out, getting the reps in and that development is very important for you. If that's truly where you want to go. Now, again, it wasn't something I wanted. It wasn't something that I set out to go do. But when I was doing more shows, I was like, you know what? If I have my own podcast, that forces me to learn more about video editing, about EQing my voice, about just speaking in general and becoming better and more intentional about how I talk about things. And that was the whole development behind the podcast was me just doing that. And so I think the reason why it's been successful for me as an individual is the growth you notice in me. And I think the biggest thing that people would notice is not just me talking, but not being timid to be loud either. The biggest misconception with audio in general is that you can just talk into a microphone and you'll sound good. It's like, no, everything has to be loud. And I don't mean like, oh yeah, you can only just talk a little bit. You got to be loud. Like you got to be so loud that everyone in your house can hear you. You'll have a very clean sound. You will sound, I mean, yeah, the sound alone, you need the sound, you need the amplitude to get the highs and the lows and the dynamic range within your voice and all these various things that make you sound better and confident of what you're saying, how you're delivering it. It's all very important. And that's something that has come with time, with reps, with everything. It doesn't matter if someone's right outside my door, I will be just as loud. I'll be just as entertaining. I'll be just as intentional as I was before. But, you know, in the past, a year ago, two years ago, I would, you know, hear someone and I would kind of just get quiet and I wouldn't want anyone to know what I was talking about. Like, it's very different now. And again, it's all just comes with practice and time and, and being willing to put yourself out there more. And on top of that, just realize that these are times for you to get better. People just get on a microphone and talk 
And that to me is kind of the biggest mistake because if you really want this, like you really want to make it as a content creator, you need to really think about everything. Think about what are the graphics you put out there? What are the videos you put out there? How does it sound? How does it look? And, and this is where I think I've set myself apart from some people because I have so much thought into everything that I do. Everything that I do or say, or especially early on, was just perfected by me. And again, it's not that it was a perfect product. It was that I spent the time to make it as good as it could possibly be with my requisite skill set. And as my skill set developed and got bigger and larger and more vast, I created better content. But if you're always doing the same thing over and over, you're not necessarily going to get better. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. Like I don't change what I do now. I kind of have my process and it works for me. And now it's about making things faster. I'm very happy with where the content is at. I'm very happy with how I deliver it. I'm very happy with how I lay it out and the structure behind it. It's just about making it faster, more concise, a little bit better delivered, but most importantly, speeding up my process, right? So I can do more things, create more content, see more people, have more conversations, network more, sell more houses, and ultimately live a more fulfilled life knowing that I am making myself better by making my process more developed, quicker, more established, right? All those things that make people so efficient, and that's where I really struggle at this point now is in my efficiency. I am always great at working fast and doing things well, especially when it comes to content because I spend a lot of time trying to perfect those things, but it's how do I get more efficient? You know, the past three years has been all about getting my content right, making myself sound perfect, making sure my camera looks great, lighting on point, background looking sexy. I love all that stuff. I, I, I still wish that I had like, my own space to like do a real background that looked cool with lighting and you know small little figurines and things that were unique to me that could make it more personalized and stuff and I could still do that um I'm just not at that, that stage of my life yet I'm not I'm not doing that yet I still live at home people don't know I still live at home it's because houses are hella expensive but that's another story for another day I am part of the problem because I'm a realtor and so I'll accept that but the thing is is that I really do want to get to that stage, but I'm just not there yet. So right now it's about trying to maximize my efficiency with the content that I do have and create because that is how I will ultimately get further with what I'm doing, have more time to spend with friends, with family, with my girlfriend. So that's kind of where I'm at now and, and where I'm struggling a little bit. It's just finding ways to be more efficient, uh, trying to be more intentional with what I do, trying to make sure that I don't waste as much time doing things and still have time to relax because it's a lot. Creating content is a literal and figurative grind. Like you are in it. If I mean, if you really want to make it, you got to be in it. Like every day I'm thinking about content. Every day I'm thinking about what I'm going to do the next day or tomorrow or the next show or the next prop video or the next YouTube video. Um, I've done so much less for myself, but I'm hoping to try and make this podcast more consistent so that way... I am doing more for myself. I am, you know, developing my skills as a creator and trying to be more intentional with what I do to start to put together more things. Like I talked about doing digital products and, you know, I made the subscribe button a digital product that you can go download off my website, jordanrichards.ca. And so that is all there. And I need to figure out how I can take that a step further. And can I create new products and templates and various things that people can buy? And, you know, again, leverage more of what I do and my skill set to make things better for myself, to 
add streams of revenue, which I've talked about on this channel multiple times. Streams of revenue are like one of the biggest things that I want to try and focus on more. It's just the business has been so good and running so well that I have to really put so much time and effort into that. But again, it's also the busiest season too. So when the off season comes and there's more time to work on these side projects and these other things, then I can assess assess my time and make more time for that stuff. But for now, it's just go, go, go. And again, I wouldn't do it any other way. I, I watch football tirelessly. There's football on tonight, so I'm excited for that. Miami Dolphins, Cincinnati Bengals. It should be a good one. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited for it. But uh, there's just a lot of things going on, and, and I'm happy to be back on the mic doing this podcast because I, I genuinely do enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. It's... um. It's like therapy for me, and it sounds it sounds fucking crazy, honestly, but it really is. It, it's, it's a way for me to just not vent, but talk about the things that have been going on in my life and how they've impacted me and just be open and honest. Like, I'm not tr- here to sugarcoat it. I've had great days. I've had bad days, and you could go and listen back, and there is plenty of days where I'm like, man, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going, but I think if you were to listen from back to front to today, you would be like, damn, you know, he like kind of did figure it out and it's not going to be easy. It's never going to be easy. And, and again, the hard part for me and the issue is, is that one of the other intentions behind the podcast was so people could really see my development in real time. And well, I just didn't do it. So there's really no development, or at least there's no way to see that development over time. Um, because there's such large gap, large gaps between content. But if you were to just listen episode by episode, you know, every few, every few episodes, you'd slowly see it. And then obviously with these larger gaps in time, you really notice the development for sure. In my opinion, at least maybe you disagree, but that's just kind of how I see it. And so I'm hoping that I can get more consistent going forward. I definitely have to thank Scott Connor, uh, again, just for putting it back on my radar, for making me think about how I used to do this podcast and, and what it made me feel and how much I enjoyed it and why I enjoyed it. Um, that stuff is never going to change. And, and as much as I'm doing so much more now in front of a microphone, in front of a camera, um, I still want to make sure that I do this because it's just a great way for me to go through my own thoughts. What is really important to me? What have I been thinking about that I just haven't quite got through? And as I just talk, it just flows. Like it just, there's no time to literally sit back and think about what is going on and how do I say this or that. It's just, this is what's going on. This is how it affected me. Open, honest conversation with people that if they want to listen to it, I think can find some value in their own lives and how they can apply it to their jobs. And, you know, this episode is really just practice. Like you need to practice at whatever you do to make you the best you can be, but be intentional with what you do make sure you're learning from your lessons and and always go back and find ways to reassess yourself because as much as you think that you're ready to do whatever it is, the next thing that comes, there's always going to be things that are thrown in your way. Pandemics, maybe you lose a job, maybe something comes up, family members sick, lots of things can happen that can throw you off the rails or maybe you just lose track of time like I did. I lost track of time. I meant to do so much more with this. I wanted to really track my progression and my development as an individual. And it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen. But I'm hoping that now I can get back to that. I just feel so much happier with where I'm at, confident and excited for what's to come. Um, As always, thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will see you guys next week with another episode. I promise. I will not let you down. I promise I will do another one. 
um, because I want to get back to it. I think it's I think it's really important for me, and I really do genuinely enjoy enjoy doing it. So thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you guys next time. I'm out. Peace.